Playtime with Georgia and Matthew. Playtime with Georgia and Matt. If you ask me a question, I'm going to answer that. Okay, welcome to Playtime with Georgia. And Matt. Oh, Matt, um, this is a pilot episode, isn't it? Yes. It's a pilot episode of Playtime with Georgia and Matt. Yes. So that means it's going to be the highest episode we've done. Um, sorry, that's a drug joke for the kids. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, you didn't. Of course you didn't. Um, hugs of drugs. Continue. Two lots of drugs. And hugs. In fact, you know what's fun? What? Hugs on drugs. Alright. You know, because you're also... Ah, anyway. So anyway, we we're going to talk about what we brought to the table. Yes. Um, now, Matt, what have you brought to the table? Um, so, as you can see, I brought this, like, piece of artwork. Sorry for that microphone noise. We're just learning. That was terrible. Pilot uh, episode. Pilot, pilot episode. episode. Pilot episode. Um, so this is real real cool. This is a real cool photo. If you, if you don't know, it's the album cover for J. Cole's K.O.D. Not necessarily my favourite J. Cole mm. album, but definitely my favourite J. Cole album cover. Oh. And what I like about it is it's got a, it's a tri- the, the album title K.O.D. is a triple entendre. Oh, okay. Acronym, kind of. I don't know how you do that. Basically, KOD stands for three things. The fact that we started with it, kids on drugs, mm-hmm. kill our demons, mm-hmm. and King's overdose. Oh. So, you know, and all three so- all songs in the album, the 12 Very songs awesome. in the album, all all have some sort of meaning yeah. towards one of those three meanings. Like, there's songs about, you know, you know, all these kids being on drugs. Yeah. And there's a couple of songs about, you know... Or what do we do to try and kill our demons, you know? Yeah. Or kill, you know, so what yeah. we do for pain, all did that he, stuff. Did he offer a solution for yes. these problems? Yes, he did, actually. What was the solution? Well, um, there is actually, like, there's one, there's one song where he just basically is describing, talking about drug addiction. Yeah. And how, you know, a lot of his friends grew up, he grew up with dealing with drug addiction. And he's just like, he literally says the, li- the line, you know, if there's, I'm a, here's a solution instead of medicating. Why not meditate? God, yeah. that's been it the whole time. It's been it the whole time. It's been it the whole time. It's been it the whole time. Yeah, I can't believe it. My is actually on to something. Yeah, it turns out, you know, all those all those people that just sit in silence. You just need the, to say the, hum. You just need to say and hum. Not think about it. You just did not think. Hey, wow, problem solved. Hey, hey, Georgia, you know all of your problems that you have in your mind at this very moment? Yeah. Stop thinking about them. Now they're cured. cured. You're cured. And that's all you're going to do. Cured. Yeah, you're welcome. I didn't realize it was that simple. It's that simple. It really is. Like, it actually isn't. Please don't take this as a public service announcement. Mental health is a problem. It's way more complicated yeah. than that. But anyway, that's basically what yeah. the meaning of the album is. But, you know, it could help if, you know, if you haven't tried it, you could meditate or, Yeah, you know, or do drugs. The... Anyway, <laughs> cool. Yes, and Georgia, what have you brought to the table? So, this is what I brought to the table. Um, this is an image of the very famous um, Heath Ledger, who unfortunately passed away in 2008, I believe. That was a kid um, that was on drugs. That was a kid that was on drugs, unfortunately, yeah. So this is a, a mugshot that was taken on the 14th of uh, uh, August? Is that the 7th? Yes. No, um, July. Okay. Yeah. Um, 14th of July, uh, 1995. Um, so, yeah, he was convicted uh, twice of um, one count of manslaughter um, and one count of um, homicide. He was, um, you 
he, he, he was a vicious killer um, and that was what he was he was most known for. He was a notorious um, killer, um, very young. He must have been like perhaps 16 or 17, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, he fled to the notorious, murderous, um, homicidal maniac. Um, you know, not that I'm promoting um, glamorizing serial killers. You are. Um, but I am today. Because <laughs> um, we got you, you gotta you gotta remember your past mistakes and like maybe if you meditated, this is what it's all about. It's about we're learning from our past mistakes and maybe if you did some meditation, we could have prevented those killers. And I mm. think this, this picture is a good reminder um, to do meditation and do not think. Yeah, fascinating story. Would have sounded better if it was directly into the microphone. But um, <laughs> sorry, it's okay, Georgia. We're all learning. It's the pilot episode. So I'm not used to talking into a microphone in yeah. this setting. Oh, in this setting, yeah, because well, that's that's probably what we should mention now before we go. Actually, we'll double back to that. We'll go back yeah. to Heath, Daddy Heath. Now, Daddy Heath. Daddy Heath. Now, so obviously he he did he act, was he actually charged with manslaughter? or Was that just a like? He was actually charged with manslaughter. Really, I haven't heard that story. Oh wow! I'll tell you the story. So basically, um, it was he he was um. He was meant to be on set. He did start a film career when he was very young. Um, okay. I think the movie was called Dogtown, something of Dogtown. The movie he did in the 90s, um, he was starring in that. Uh, and that's a movie about skateboarding. And um, technically he got, uh, basically what happened was that he was he was skateboarding. Um, and he, he did this move. It was like a group skateboarding like incident. And... Um, I don't know the exact details, but basically there was a skateboarding incident. His his uh, co-star was not wearing a helmet because they didn't have those regulations back in the 90s. Um, hit his head, severe mm. brain damage, um, loss of ox- oxygen and died, and he got charged. Um, and that's what sent Heath Ledger into a homicidal depression and um, ended up killing um, his dog, which is a great offence. Mm. In Damn. Australia... You don't want to kill your own. Um, so for that, he was charged with murder. Mm. Life from, See this here? Life in prison. He's smiling because he feels no regret. This is what not meditating does to you. Yeah. And then eventually he overdosed, which is a form of meditation, which we yeah. do not recommend. But um, fascinating. I really didn't know that much about Heath Ledger. I tell you. Yeah, be- there's a lot. He, um, he also spent his early career as a clown. He was a clown. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. A, he was a clown before he was a killer. They could have. They could have overlapped, but no. Before he started. Yeah, before he started acting, he was a clown. Um, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know that much about his ledger, but there's probably so much to the the ledger law, mm. the the law, um, you know. And I think there's there's more to be un- uncovered there. If he was a clown, what else could he have been? Yeah, yeah, that is so true. So profound, Georgia. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really didn't know anything about this. Like, because Heath Ledger, all I really know about Heath Ledger is obviously Batman. You know, he's bitching in Batman. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. And Brokeback Mountain, yeah. which, you know, through high school was a punchline. <laughs> but, uh, you know, go to a boys' school and, you know, we don't need to, we yeah. don't need to talk about that too much. Yeah, yeah. But, um, really, quite fascinating. So, quite Fascinating. So really, really a question. I went on a date with him. Did you know that? I went on a date with him. No, you didn't. 
No, yeah, no. I went over to Australia. You went on um, a date. Hold on. He, pa- he passed away, what, 2008? Yeah. So you were 11. Yeah. Or 10. Um, no, my mum, because um, I was really naughty. I was a really naughty girl. Um, my mum, um, when we were travelling to Australia, because she wanted to, like, you know, set me straight. Yeah. Um, so she took me to the, the, the prison where they held all the prisoners. And she's like, Georgia, this is where you'll end up. This is where you'll end, end up. up if this... you could... You could sit on the 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 that's this, this is you, if you don't get on the straight and narrow this is where you'll end up with 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 the murderers. And I was like, oh my god. And then you know, like we, 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 the guard was taking us through the through the cells, and you know, you can see them through the cells because you know. And then then you know, he fled and he like he caught my eye. Um, and then you know, like we started talking and we had like we were like meeting in one of those like big big meeting rooms. Um, and he was telling me about his life as a clown. And his, his his best his best friend dog um, Ruby, who he um, sadly murdered, and you know how in this picture he was feeling no remorse, but that changed and he started feeling remorse. And you know, um, I to be honest, I feel like that whole interaction was very one sided on my end. He probably wasn't the feeling the same feelings, but in mm. my mind, that was a date. That was a date. That was a date. That was a date. So that was my first date. So what you're telling me is not only was Heath, Heath Ledger homicidal clown yeah. you also enjoy going on dates with underage girls yeah yep all right fascinating real well, fascinating. i don't know i don't know if he enjoyed it probably well, i enjoyed it he did it it's good yeah. for me yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. well you know at least somebody we're gonna get into some dark territory yeah i mean you know i'm sure you've been on plenty of dates where you definitely weren't saying that afterwards so i'm glad yeah. you know i'm happy for you that it was overall a fairly positive experience i think it was i really learned a lot and look at me now matthew not now. in jail you're, and... well you're but you were also a homicidal clown yeah, so, yeah. And, uh, unfortunately oh, that's uh we haven't got you know you can take you can take the clown out of the girl but you can't take the killer out of the homicidal clown yeah so that's oh, unfortunate um we're having a lot of profound chats here man really like honestly i'm blown away i didn't realize how how much of an impact I think there's also a lot that you don't know about me, Matt. I think that's another thing that we can take away from this chat. We don't know each other, really. We don't know each other, really, yeah. No, we don't know each other at all, like... Hi, I'm Jordan. Nice to meet you. Uh, I'm a German phone. Alright. Yeah, cool. no, sorry, don't touch me. Don't touch... That's the other thing. Physical touch. I just can't handle it. Which is why I'm all the way over here. Okay. But, um... So, anyway, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Australian. Yeah. Australians, they're an interesting He wasn't bunch. even Australian. Was he Did not Australian? Fuck's sake, what was even... Is this guy just lying about his entire existence? Honestly, I think so. Um, like, because when he was talking to me, he had an American accent, so I think the whole Australia thing could have been fake. Could have been fake. I think that was just for clout. It was just to get him famous. Mm. You know, like, when he was in Home and Away, like... I don't even think Home and Away is still in Australia. I think they're all actors who are, like, American. Yeah, yeah, it's got nothing on Sean Street. But, uh... <laughs> We're gonna get back to that. We're yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna need like a whole like five part series just on Sean Street. I or... think so. Yeah. But there's one specific episode of Sean Street I want to talk about, but we don't, we don't, we can get into that. Yeah, later. just just really teasing the Shorty Street fans there. Yeah. Just you know, just a real like just just the tip of the sort. You're Shorty out Street, there, yeah. Sean Street fans. Yeah. I know you're out there. All, I've got a treat for you. All three of you. Now, <laughs> you know, just the waste, the colossal waste of taxpayers' money that show is. Now. <laughs> We're here, like, you've probably noticed this beautiful set, um, this high production cost value set. This is, this is my living room. Now, 
what, what, what you'll notice about this living room is that the floors are very uneven. Um, these, yeah. So I don't know if you can tell on the camera on this perspective, but I'm actually sitting like a good like four or five inches lower than you. I do actually feel taller mm. than you for once. And I don't know if that's because I'm on a higher chair, but maybe, yeah, maybe it's because, you know, your floor is going shump. It is. It is going shump. It's and, going shump. And also, now you, instead of just metaphorically looking down on me, you get to literally do it. So... It feels, going, good. it feels good. It feels it good. Feels good. It feels good. It's quite to, cathartic. Feels good to just put me in my place. Just yeah. yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Real <laughs> power. Power imbalance. We're gonna correct that. So don't worry. Like, yeah. You know, if there's anything that if anybody that knows anything about me knows that I just have a humongous ego. Oh yeah. And that I will not last very long feeling like I'm sick and fiddle. Like, I just let Georgia talk for, like, three or four minutes almost uninterrupted there, and I didn't like it, to yeah. be honest. Like, I'm kidding, I loved it. This, oh, you. you. know. But, uh, well, I just felt less of a person, though, so yeah. we're going to we're gonna correct that. We're going to yeah. correct that going forward. We're going gonna... to fix it. Don't worry, Matt. We're going to fix it. It's going to yeah. be okay. We're going to fix be a... it. We're going to fix it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll fix it. Bob we'll make will... it better. Bob will fix it. Bob will fix it. Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder, yeah. yeah. Juicer Bob. I've been thinking about Bob the Builder a lot recently. Yeah? Um, more just about how impossible, how he just set an impossible standard for all tradespeople. Like, you know, just... Yeah. Like, no one... Like, you get out in the real world. You watch... Well, you watch Bob the Builder as a kid. And then you become an adult. Yeah. And then you get into life and you start having to... You know, you run into a situation where you've got to deal with some sort of tradesperson like a builder. Yeah. And you assume, oh, this guy's going to show up with all the gear, all the kit, all the talking machines, and he's going to get shit done in a 20-minute episode and get out of here. Yeah. We've been, I don't, you know, I've been living next to a building site for the last, like, eight months. Mm. And it's it's painfully slow. Right? It's been painfully slow. Like, I'm, I, it's... It's getting to the point where, like, initially I was, I was, I was enjoying the fact that they were taking forever to do it because it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. there, but now I'm kind of just like wrap it up. Like that. Here's the thing about the builder. Bob the builder never like touched on supply chain issues. That's so. That is so true. Like he never, you know. Like, and it would have been more difficult for him because he was running like his own business. Like that was his self family business. He was self employed. How was he managing that? Yeah. How was he managing it? Like how was he, you know. You never, there was never the Bob the Builder episode where you had to deal with the labourer that showed up high in there. Like, that's a right. common... I feel like that's just a common problem in the building industry. Oh, well, who knows what Spud was doing? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Spud, I mean, one thing... One thing, you know, Scarecrow is a euphemism for is a heroine. So, <laughs> you know. Um, but he just really set unrealistic expectations. And I feel like, because... You know, I went to school with a lot of guys that went into the trades. You know, they're, yeah. you know, they're hard, hard-working, salt-of-the-earth characters. Yeah. Really, the backbone of this economy, you know. We see you. I hear you. I hear you. You know, playtime, you didn't think it would be the podcast for, you know, the working-class male. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm your representative here. Yeah. But um, I just set so many unrealistic expectations. Like, also, like, he was a builder that would sometimes build houses and then other days he was like fucking fixing tunnels. It's like that's just not how the industry works. Like you know, you got your carpenters, you got your 
other things and your other people. I'm, I'm acting like an expert. I did six months as a hammer hand once. That's so all you need. Everything. That's all you need. I can hold a hammer. That's not my own. But, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. This is a family-friendly program. Yeah, it's family-friendly. But, continue. I was just thinking, it's just such a, it was such a groundbreaking show for its time. Just, but it had so many inaccuracies. Right, and imagine the kids, uh, the little kids, you know, growing up watching that show in the 90s and 2000s and being like, yeah, I want to be a builder. Mm. I want to wear a yellow hard hat and carry around a screwdriver and a plaid shirt. I'm going to be a builder. going to be a builder when I grow up. And then they become builders. And they're like, this is not what I was promised. Mm. Mm. This is not. Th- that also like brings in the sort of argument of should children's programs be more realistic well that's the thing also like it was a children's program about hard physical labor yeah. was it recruiting children for child labor like, that's a oh, i didn't think about you that. know like that's a that's a serious problem like in in the world today you know abuse yeah. of labor rights not so much in sort of in our country and that sort yeah. of thing but like i feel like bob the builder just really contrib- contributed to just the terrible working conditions that the mm. average blue collar worker has to go through these days. And yeah. I think it was just, you know, a perfect epitome of late stage capitalism yeah. and all the problems that we face in society can be directly traced back to not just Bold the Builder, but children's shows just like it. And, yeah. you know. Blue's um, Clues? Blue's Clues? Getting kids to do the work for him? What the hell, Steve? Yeah. That you're, was... a, you're a qualified, I assume, detective. You've got your own police dog. Like, come on. Mm. You're getting asked to, like, pull the weight? Do your duty work? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, Steve. It's, it's screwed up. You know, I wish the rumors were true with him. Uh, I guess, like, <laughs> that you're... was fucked up. <laughs> I mean, like, look. We love you, Steve Burns. Like, we couldn't be an internet show if we didn't at least touch on that oh, kind yeah, of lore. You know, the Steve away. from Blue's Clues. What happened? You know, I think and that's... then. That's my dream job, I think, is to be a children's host, but not just a children's host, but a, a children's host who just, the show ends after two to three successful seasons, mm. um, and then the kids who watched it, they grow up, and they think, I remember that show, what happened to the girl who hosted it? And they try, like, search me up, and it's like, oh, she died by sticking a pencil up her nose, or she died in a car crash and got decapitated. Mm. And it's like, no one knows what, hap- what happened to my whereabouts, because I just, I, I just, yeah, I just vanished off the face of the earth. Yes. I think I'll, that's my dream job. I'd just like to take a minute here to just reassure everybody that Georgia is okay. No, I'm fine. Georgia is safe. No, there's nothing, right, please she- don't bring, like, a house call. Don't bring a security call to my house. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even know my address. Like, don't... It's 9039. <laughs> um, I also don't want any rumours that I'm holding you hostage and then using your talents to start an internet kids no. show. That's definitely... To further my own career. Definitely not happening. That's definitely not happening. All right? It's not happening. Georgia blinked twice. It's, um... Yeah, yeah. So, it's not happening. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, it's looking like we're getting to about... 20 minute mark here georgia mm. i think i think it's for a pilot episode i feel like we've almost we're almost at the finish line oh, oh this was I, so easy this was so easy like this is not oh. work like i don't like you know all these all these creatives and content creators 
we're coming for you. Anyway, um, is there anything, before we wrap up here, is there any any other messages you want to leave the people with before um, we let them go back to their, to their regular lives? Um, there are a few things that I would like to say. First of all, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to, um, to just hang out with us mm. and join in the play date. Um, it's been really fun. I'm really sorry that your mom has come by to pick you up early. Um, but no, it's been fun. Um, I think final message, um, don't think. Thank you, Georgia. And this has been Playtime with Georgia and Matt. And don't, re- and don't also, don't forget, do drugs. Do drugs. And hugs. And hugs. All right. All right. Bye.